Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Don't Yuck My Yum, the podcast where my wife and I make each other watch certain things, and we either yuck it or yum it. I'm your host, Carlito Gilchrist, and with me, as always, is the wife with the mostest, hostess, <laughs> Courtney Gilchrist. <laughs> I'm going to make that joke every time, and it's I know, never every going time. to end. I'm going to do it every time, and I don't care what any of y'all say. <laughs> the, the wife with the mostest. The mostest. The hostess <laughs> with the mostest, the wife with the mostest. So you do have the mostest. Well, I, is there a word that rhymes with wife? Like a compliment word? Yeah. The wife with the the like, wisest. N- no, that doesn't rhyme. The wife with the my, my no. You should just say the lifest. Lo- the love of my life, my wife, Courtney. The love of my life, my wife, Courtney, with the mostest. No. <laughs> there we go. There we go. How's it going, babe? Good. Yeah. Yeah. About to go back into the real world, huh? Go back to work tomorrow babe yeah i don't want to go back to work <laughs> it's a short time it's fine it, it won't be that bad yeah luckily it's only what two three days yeah no big deal it'll be quick quick turnaround and then we can not work again for a couple of days that'd be great and then go back at it yeah and then be done again then be done, done again <laughs> yes. uh how you doing today but, yeah so you didn't sleep that well last night. I didn't. It was, you know, it was one of those nights where you just couldn't get comfortable. Mm. You're hot. And then, you know, well, you don't have a blanket on. Then you're cold. And then, you know, your body's like, hey, you have to pee at three in the morning. And you're Ugh. like, why? I know. Hey, when it wakes you up. I had a dream last night that just, like, woke me up at, like, 5 a.m. Oh, really? What yeah. was it? I don't remember, but it was crazy. I just, like, it, it was, like, getting to, like, some crazy part of it. And then it just woke me up because it was so crazy well like a scary crazy or like a just a i think adventurous mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i don't remember what though you you don't remember who who was with you nope not nope. a single thing you don't remember a single thing no nah. but it was enough to wake you up i guess so it was weird but yeah then i just went and peed and went back to sleep <laughs> so at least i got more sleep because i would have been mad if i couldn't go back to sleep after 5 a.m i yeah. hate when that happens i know but yeah that's about it. I watched Space Jam today. I, I, yeah, I know. I came home and I saw you like watching that. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. I didn't think you had any interest in it. I, yeah, I, I was just like, I kind of want to watch some reviews about it because like people are funny about it. But I'm like, I feel like I need to watch it just to kind of understand it. I think it was dumb, right? I hated it. I absolutely hated it. <laughs> you didn't have to watch no, it. No, but at least I'm not ignorant now to the hate. So that's it's all good. Like... I knew it was bad, and I've confirmed it's bad. Well, I just didn't realize how bad it was. It's just such... It's just Silly. Warner Brothers just, like, shilling out their products. It's just kind of weird in that way. Yeah, I wasn't really... I was like, ah, I don't know about this. Because it's like they're flying around the internet, and it's like, this is Harry Potter world. You remember Harry Potter? It was Matrix world. Remember Matrix? Remember Game of Thrones? You remember all this, the IP that we've ruined? Yeah, here you go. Here it is. You can go back and watch it. It's like, nah. I'm good. I'm good Weird. now. Yeah. But I don't know. It, it, it was something. Whatever. <laughs> you know, it took up a couple hours of your day. Yeah. It's too long. It's like two hours long. I'm like, why is this so long? That does seem long. For, and it's supposed to be a kid's movie, right? Yeah. It's like you can't hold a kid's attention for two hours. That's why most kids' movies are like an hour and a half. Yeah. Unless they're like Disney Pixar movies, which always run like two hours. But those are good. Those can keep kids' attention. This would just 
I feel like this would even give children a headache. This, yeah, I think it would drive me. I'm glad you watched it. I'm glad I came in right at the end, so I didn't have to endure much of it. You literally came in right at the part where LeBron James was making his final basket. Yeah. Just like in the original. Like, oh my god. I know. Man, I'm peeling. I don't I like it. Well, you didn't wear any sunscreen. <laughs> no, I don't need to. Well, you might. Penetrable. Not really, as your body peels a layer. Yeah. Well, it's protecting. It's protecting me. Anyway. <laughs> well, last episode we talked about Tenet. Tenet. And then we talked about... Well, we talked about no no instructions included. Instructions not included. Yes. Whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> that, that movie. But we had recorded that like a month ago. I know. So we're doubling down now. But... I mentioned Tenet because it seems like we're on a trend this week of, like, time Time travel travel. stuff. It's because today we're talking about, um... Somewhere in time. Oh, I've never heard of this movie until recently. I know. Do you want to give the the listeners the backstory on why we watch this? So, this past couple weeks or so, my family, well, our family, went to Michigan. Mm -hmm. Uh, We go to a place called Torch Lake. We've gone there every year generations has gone there yeah and like your grandfather went there mm-hmm. and his grandfather went there yeah well, no his father his went father there, not his grandfather <laughs> my, my grandfather but then his father and yeah. then like cousins and everybody everybody's gone baba's been there papa's been there yes everybody your dad's been there yeah all the bartoff side has been yeah. there mm-hmm. so now it was time to bring all of the spouses along for yeah. the first time just really in you know, induct them into the family. Yeah. And one of the places we went to while we were in Michigan was we went to Mackinac Island. Yeah. From out of Mackinac. And that is where Somewhere in Time was filmed. Right. And for people who don't know Mackinac Island, it's literally like this island in the middle of what? Which lake is it? Um, I thought it was, I'll double check because I don't want to sound stupid. Yeah, because it's in Michigan, so it's part of one of the Great Lakes. And it's like literally this island that's just right out there off of the main part of the land. Yeah, you just take a ferry. Yeah, you take a ferry, but people live there. Like Yeah, like 500 houses. people. Yeah, like Huron. Yeah, and there's I've, like, apparently there's like towns and stuff in there. But like, you know, obviously it was stuff like we couldn't get to because... The way this island works is, like, there's no motor vehicles, except I think I heard, like, emergency vehicles. Yeah, probably emergency vehicles, but that's it. Yeah, but you can't own a car if you nope. live on the island, which if you live on the island, you're go- doing pretty well, so. Yeah, yeah. There's only a few select people, like, 1%ers, who can probably live there. <laughs> it's like, uh, yeah, horse and buggy or or bicycle or a bicycle or like a motorbike i think like a little one right i don't even think a motorbike i think it's just bicycles oh not not even like the little i um, didn't see one like the little vespas i don't think so i think no motorized no motorized except for emergency ones wow so i think that discludes anything with a motor does that means like no vespas no no super scooters or whatever right just bicycles fit there yeah, it must be. <laughs> you must never want to do grocery shopping. No. I felt so bad for the horses, though. I know. Because I don't know. There's just something about seeing a horse just, Pulling you know, being pulling a carriage. <laughs> yeah. 
fat old people and it's just like they know. must be so immune to horse poop smell though yeah, they must be because boy did that place rank of it in some streets i'm no the no hate street. against Mackinac yeah. island but it smells like yeah. horse poo because there is a lot of horses the main walking street, around street. yeah if you go Ugh. away if you go away from the main street and away from the main sure everything and you just took your bicycle around then yeah. i think you wouldn't nearly smell it it was it was just unbearable so it was just <laughs> it wasn't that bad but i mean Everybody it just smells like griping. poop. it smells like poop but it's fine um but you know you just feel bad for the horses because they're just like pulling on these carriages and it's like man i really just want you to go and like run in a field and stuff i know feel bad but anyway so this is so we went in toward this the grand hotel which is like this really cool hotel there and it's it's like kind of like going back in time it's pretty, but then it's also slightly creepy because it's a hotel that hasn't been, like, refurbished Changed. or redecorated since the 60s or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it kind of looks like The Shining. <laughs> but it's kind of cool. And then so apparently this movie was filmed there. And so we decided to watch it. I had never seen it. You had seen it. Yeah, so it I worked out for it. an episode. Yes. So the movie is called Somewhere in Time. Yes. Starring. Christopher Reeve. Yeah. Christopher Reeve is in it, which... You should all know who Christopher Reeve is. Superman. He was the original... Yeah. I mean, if you don't know, come on. What are you doing? I mean, yeah. As well as Jane Seymour and Christopher Plummer. Yeah, Christopher Plummer's in it, uh, which I thought was kind of cool. Because I, I always feel like I've only seen Christopher Plummer in... We saw him in Sound of Music yes. when he's really young. Yeah. And then I see him in everything else when he's older. Older. So Somewhere in Time was like right there, He was kind of in the middle, yeah. Yeah. Because he even had the same voice when he's like so um when he's in like von trapp and <laughs> the sound of music yes yeah yeah so he still sounds like young but he still kind of looks more christopher plummery because he's now he's got a mustache oh yeah so i'm like oh i see it now he's, he's becoming old <laughs> he's, he's becoming what i know him as he's aging good so but anyway so somewhere in time it's a movie starring christopher reeve the spectacular and just ever so charming, charming. christopher reeve very very wholesome guy just i love him so would you like to explain the plot of this movie it's pretty crazy christopher plays a man named i like how you say christopher like we know him yeah yeah like we know him like he's our best friend yeah (laughs) but yeah christopher Uh, plays mr reeve he plays a man named richard collier okay and he is a playwright He's like a young playwright, and I think the beginning is supposed to be like when he's in college yeah, or graduating college. Yeah, it's, when, he, it's college. when he's in college and he's like had his first like directorial performance. Yeah, at yeah. the school. At and the school. Now they're like thinking like, oh, this could be good enough for Broadway and stuff. Yeah. And he's in Chicago. Yeah, he's in Chicago. Yeah. And and it's about him. The film opens up with that scene, and then. All of a sudden, this old lady is, like, creepily watching him. And And you're like... And the music kind of changes and stuff. And you're like, what's going on? And then she goes up to him. And it's kind of weird because, you know, all the conversation stops. And she just slowly comes up to him. And she's probably, like, in her 80s or something. Mm -hmm. And she goes, come back. She says, come back to me. Yeah. And she hands him a pocket watch. Yeah. And it's it's just so funny because the look on Christopher Reeve's face is perfect. He's just like... What? what? <laughs> like he has that perfect reaction, of just like yeah. uh, what? And he says, "Who are you?" Oh my gosh! And he's like, "I've never seen her 
in my life. I don't know this person. <laughs> like, this is I crazy. I have no idea who she is. Yeah. And so you're like, well, that was strange. Like, way to start off the movie. Yeah. And then it jumps five years. And he's having a little bit of a, a little bit of hard time. He's having writer's a block. A little bit of writer's scene. block because he's like sitting there trying to like type up his play, and he just does that frustrated thing where he's just he's like, like ah, rips the paper. I was like, it's no good. <laughs> you know? I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. So he's having he's having some trouble writing. He's it's not good enough. So he decides to take a little vacation. Yeah, a little a little time away, and finds himself at the Grand Hotel. Right, which I think in the movie universe, this the they don't they don't really say where he is. Well, they don't say that it's like on an island. No, because no. one he drives up to it in a car, which you can't do, and you're assuming it's his car because it's the same car you see him leave Chicago in. Yeah, which you can't do because it's an island. They don't even have ferries that would take your car no. over. No, it's they, just people. They had to get special permission from the city to yeah. allow them to bring the cars on the island. Yeah, so it's it's supposed to be like the the hotel is just somewhere nice, Let's and he's just going say, there. To yeah, stay. he's he's driving maybe. A couple hours outside the city. Gotta get out of the city. Get out of the city. Gotta get in the nature. (laughs) Find my, find my, my muse again. Yeah. Find it, you know. Yeah. So he drives out there and he's gonna go stay at the hotel. Yeah, and that's where she was, the old lady. She went back to the hotel after his performance, his play. Yeah. And kind of sees that she kind of, that's where she was. So you're like, oh, this is where that old lady is. Yeah. And but it was fun for us because we went and visited that hotel, mm-hmm. and it really hasn't changed. No, at not all a single bit. The time since like the seventies, it came out in like nineteen seventy. Nineteen eighty. No, nineteen eighty. But it was filmed in seventy nine. Yeah. The dude walks through the main lobby. And like, the, he goes up the same elevator we did and it's the like, same carpet, the same signs, the same everything. I know. We're like the we walk were there. up. I'm like that's so surreal. I know. But the fact that it looks the exact same, I'm like wow, they really haven't changed it. No. Cuz you kind of think like okay, do they have like this old-ish look for a reason? Do they change it every now and again? Nope. Same same as it was then. <laughs> Same exact. But I was like, isn't that cool, babe? You got to be where Christopher Reeve was. Yeah, I know. It was, just, it was pretty pretty cool. And, like, they had, like, a little room there where you could go in. Yeah, they had been, a little, yeah. Yeah. Like, a, like the poster and mm-hmm. some of the stuff. Like, it's like, this the hat Christopher Reeve wore in the movie. And I'm yeah. like, oh, cool. There was another side, too, that had another movie that was filmed there. Yeah. Back in, like, the 40s. I think you're, yeah. I, think I forget what that movie was called. But we watched this one because your mom apparently loves this movie. And she was going to name you after the main girl character in it. She was going to name you McKenna. She was, yeah. So the main, we come to find that the old woman was Elise McKenna. Mm -hmm. and Played by, what's her name? Jane Seymour. Yes. And yeah, so my mom loved that name McKenna. And she wanted to name you McKenna. My dad said, no. Yeah. Well, because your mom had already picked your sister's yeah, name. Yeah, she'd and already picked Kelsey. Pick she wanted name. Kelsey and McKenna, and Dad's like, "No, I want to choose one," so he named me Courtney. Which I'm glad he named you Courtney, but I'm just—it would have been funny if you were actually named McKenna, because then we both wouldn't have been named after movies. That's true. You would have been named after this movie. I would have been named after Carlito's Way. Way. Yeah, yeah. Then that's a true fact. If anyone doesn't know, I am. I'm not. It's. I tell people as if. I'm not actually named after the movie itself. It was just that my mom liked, liked the, the name, name. Yeah. because 
if you haven't seen Carlito's Way, it's a very violent gangster yeah. movie starring <laughs> so Al Pacino. I want my son to be just like him. Yeah, so it's not something you would actually name a kid after. It's just, it was just a cool name. Yeah. Like someone naming, I don't know, their kid um, Jon Snow. Well, I don't know. I guess you would want your kid to be like Jon Snow, I guess. <laughs> An outcast. A bastard. As everyone called him in that show. Uh anyway yeah so so yeah so while he's at this hotel trying to like get his mojo back so to speak his mojo his writing mojo <laughs> his writing back. mojo yeah just kind of clear his head just trying to clear his head he meets uh this old guy named arthur he like mm-hmm. works at the hotel and he helps him with his bags and stuff like that which i've only actually seen that guy in one other movie oh really he was in, i think he he's the old guy in home alone when the mom is trying to get home and she's talking to the lady at like the gate before getting on the plane and she's trying to bribe her oh, like oh, i'll give you my this and the, my my tickets my, my my jewelry jewelry all this if you just let me like take your seat and then the old man who comes up just like oh she got enough earrings and the little dangly ones and oh I don't, that was him are you sure yes i'm gonna fact check you because i'm pretty sure that, that was doesn't him. seem correct to me i think it was him no I he was much older obviously I'm gonna. I have to figure this out because I don't think that's right. That's, I think it is. I'm gonna look. Okay. So we're gonna see what his actual name was. Because he's like, <laughs> no, no, shit. As all old people sound. Was was Bill Irwin? Yeah, Bill Irwin. Oh, you're right. I, Man I, in I, airport. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was right. I didn't even have to look it up. I just knew Well, it. he was a lot older. Oh, yeah. he died at 96. That was only a couple years after Home Alone. No, more like a decade after Home Alone. You said 96? He he died at Oh, age. he was 96. Yeah. I thought you said he died in 96. No, he died at 96. Like, he was 96 years old. He died uh, in 2010. Home Alone came out in 1990. Man, that guy looked old for a long time. Because he looked old in this movie, and he also <laughs> looked old in Home Alone. <laughs> He's just always an old man. Apparently. He was like a Benjamin Button, but he like grew up old and just remained looking old <laughs> his whole life. Pork, that's sad. Yeah. Well, he made a career out of it. Look, he was in these movies. That's yeah. good for him. So, anyway... Richard Collier, while he's at the hotel, he comes across this room. He's just moseying around. Yeah. And then he sees this photograph of a lovely woman, which, what happens, Ben, babe? Well, he, it's weird. He kind of falls in love with her. Like, he falls in love with the woman in the picture. Yeah, he falls in love with her. He kinda, Pretty much I at her photo, he becomes completely enamored. He's just like, this woman's just so beautiful, and he yeah, just kind he of just, obsesses about he it. He does. Like, he wants to know, who is this woman? What happened to her? What happened to her? So when he starts to learn. When was this photo taken? Yeah, so he starts digging. He starts investigating, trying to find out everything he can, because there yeah. wasn't a plaque below her name. Right. Um, and so he goes to Arthur, to because Arthur's been there since he was a kid. Yeah, like his dad, like Arthur's dad worked there, so Arthur's always just been at this hotel, and he's just remained working there since then. Yes. Which wouldn't be a bad gig, to be honest. If you're in, like, this beautiful place, and this is, I mean, I'm just saying, like, it wouldn't be bad. But uh, I'm always jealous of people just have that. It's like, yeah, I just work in this hotel, and it's beautiful, and I love it, and that's my life. And it's like, man, I'm glad you've had it figured out since you were five. You're jealous of contentness? Yeah, I am, because sometimes I feel like I can't get there, and it's like, ugh. I, that would I would just be a joy. 
But anyway, uh, yeah, so he, okay, so he's, like, trying to figure out who she was, and it turns out she was, like, an actress. Yeah, she was an actress from, uh, the 18, 1812, was that what it is? 1912. 1912. Yeah. Yeah, 1912. So it's, like, um, so, but she was, like, just traveling through through there yeah it wasn't like she like lived there or anything no she was traveling through her company was traveling through and she did a performance there and while she was there she had a photograph taken of her yeah and so he comes to find everything about her he finds a woman who was kind of like her relative i would think or yeah and relative a caretaker, a caretaker. Know, but someone else who lives near the hotel it seems yeah and she on had the island yeah she had <laughs> she had a lot of her things and knew everything about her what happened to her and you know and how she when she died and everything and she literally like died what like the it, day of his, the night of his performance yeah yeah after she gave him the watch she at his performance, she went back and she passed away yeah she gave up <laughs> Yeah. She said, come back to me, but I'm going to die Come back now. to me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, he wouldn't come back to her at that no, point. No, 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 too old no. for him. I know. Gross. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, now he's gotten to his head that that's not enough. You know, he needs, yeah. it needs, he needs to meet her. He, he needs, needs to go find more. her. So yeah. how did he get to the, to the point where he... He's, like, like needs to time travel. Well, I think, okay, I think what happened was when he was talking to that woman, right? And she recognized the, uh, the pocket watch. watch. Yes. One for one. She recognized, she was like, where did you get that? She never let that out of her possession. And he's like, well, she gave it to me. Yeah. And she's like, okay, well, that's kind of strange. Uh-huh. And then, but another thing was that... Um, kind of like model of the hotel was also a music box Mm -hmm. and he's like which that was also at the hotel when we were there yes yeah and the music the tune that it played was like his favorite song yeah was the song that yeah that was his i don't remember it by like some composer or something yeah so somebody yeah, yeah that it i think hadn't played he hadn't performed that song yet right but but he was like, "Oh, I love this song." Yeah, so all these like all these, all these thoughts are starting to connect. Crazy connections between him and her. Like, like how is this happening? Yeah. And so he. Oh, he goes in because there's yeah. a book there written by a professor who class he was in who talks about time travel. Yes. So but, you get the idea that the woman was trying to look into it as well. Oh well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That McKenna was. Yes, yeah, at McKenna's place, she had a book about yeah. Yeah. And then also, um, there was, you know, a, a book that guests sign, sign in sheet mm-hmm. when they, and he went to the hotel's, um, attic and found one of the, the uh, log, the guest log book yeah. from that time, from 1912. Yeah. And it was his name. His name. Written there. Yeah. So clear. So he somehow did it. Yeah. So he knows that he did. Well, he tries to do it first. He yeah, tries he to tries time to travel. Yeah, he tries to do it because he goes and goes to talk to his professor. Yeah, and, and it's not what you think. It's not mm-hmm. like he walks through a portal or he has a, it's uh, not a DeLorean or anything. There's no machine. He. So what you have to do is you have to like dress. I guess in like the time period you're trying to go to. This seems like a type of time travel. Like you can't go forward. You can only go back. Mm-hmm. So he's like. 
he has to dress in like the the fashion from that time and he has to get rid of everything that would remind him of the time that he lives in now yeah and he has to basically put all of his thought and energy into wanting to be in that time and apparently mentally you can go there yeah because all through his head yeah all mentally could trap make him time travel which is crazy it's i mean it's a kind of a Hyenas concept, but it's a little it's, of it of a it's stretch. interesting in the yeah. idea of it, like the idea yeah. that like you have to fully immerse yourself, and it's like, oh, yeah. okay, so it, you know, like parallels to I don't know, imagination or whatever, but it's it's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting, different take on time travel. Right, instead of it being like, oh no, you got to make a machine and a portal and blah blah blah, and you need a special whatever. gem and yeah, you know, crystals and, crystals and stuff, and, stuff. and you have to get up to eighty five miles an hour or whatever yeah, in the Delorean. In the Delorean, yeah. <laughs> so he does it. Yeah, after a couple tries, and it's kind of a crazy scene. You know, he's like, gets all sweaty, and it's mm-hmm. like. It's a real. It seems like a gets very sweaty. Christopher Reeves all sweaty. No, <laughs> like it gets. It seems to be a very straining act. Yeah, it, well, because the professor even says that he claims that he did it, but it took a lot out of him. It yeah. made him very weak. Yeah. So he's saying like, if you attempt this, like, I worry, like, you know, that's gonna happen. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he does it. He goes back in time, and it all happens. It works. It works. It works. He goes back and he meets her. Yeah, he's he like searches for her and then he finds her, and yeah, the first thing she says to him is it you? Yeah, which is kind of weird because later he asks her like, "Did you know it was me?" But no, he she tells him like, "No." Like, my manager said like, "Oh, are you the man?" Who, like, it's her manager who's played like Christopher Plummer. Yeah, and I guess. Christopher Plummer's manager character always was worried that some man would come and sweep her away. Yeah. But it's not like he knew that some man from the future was going to do it. It's more of just like, oh. Like one day you're going to meet a guy and he's going to take you away from your career. Yeah. Because the manager's like this. He's like, it's her her manager, but he's a little too, you know, worried about her. Kind of like this weird. Kind of aggressive. Aggressive. Yeah. Possessive. Possessive of her. Really wants her to like not you know stray away from yeah the career he's, that she's molding for her yeah he's really put her on this pedestal yeah so he gets very like like protective like in yeah like when christopher reeve shows up and just starts like talking to her yeah and starts following her and all I know. this borderline really, creep it's creepy though if you yeah. really think about it this he's already obsessed with her yeah he's very forward he's like i gotta meet you i gotta know you have lunch with me or something please have spend the day with me spend the day with me you know nothing about me i completely swear and this is 1912 like you don't do this well i don't i think nowadays you can't do it i don't know maybe back then i mean i'm not saying you should never do this or like it's probably it's 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 unusual behavior. It's very unusual. But v- nowadays, like, yes, this would be like, you know, ah, creep alert, creep alert. But yeah. maybe back in the day it was like, oh, this man is very persistent. Yeah. You, you are quite forward, sir. You're quite forward, sir. You won't take no finance out. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe it was just like a different time, a different mindset. You know, it was a little more innocent time, so she probably thought, okay, maybe there's no harm if I just indulge this man right. and go out. Or and she thought he was just like a fan or something. Or... Yeah, like a crazy fan or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. I felt bad because I'm like, man, this entire day he probably, 
I don't feel like this guy's in shower because he doesn't have a room. He has to sleep out on like the balcony and stuff. I was always kind of curious because he he sleeps on a on a bench like. Well, it's way too tiny for him. Yeah, it's way too tiny. Because apparently Christopher Reeve was like super tall. He sleeps on this bench outside, and I. But I was curious. I was like, so if he's mentally, you know, time traveled back in time, like. I was. I think it's just kind of crazy. Like can he can sleep? sleep. I guess it's. He's like, don't think about. I it know. Too there's much. soon things that like, he's obviously has is alive and both. Yeah. yeah. The present and the past. Yeah, it's that's when you kind of lose it because he, it's I like, don't know if you. It's not like his body physically left. It's like his conscious. It's like went. his consciousness like goes back in time and like. But that kind of that's what's weird. Because there are certain forms of time travel where it's like you can time travel back to yourself. Right. To, like, I could time travel back two years ago, like, and send my consciousness back. This is all, like, this isn't real people. Like, I don't believe in this stuff. But I think there is a type of time travel I've heard of that. I can't remember what. There, what is that? But that is a type of time travel in some, some movie, something, where, like, that's what they do. Like, they don't necessarily go back physically. Oh! X-Men. In X-Men Days of Future Past, when Wolverine sent back in time, Mm -hmm. it's like his mind goes back to when he was in that time. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you would have to have been there. You have to have been there. But in this instance, Christopher Reeve... Just, his character just goes to the past. Apparently. But then it also doesn't make sense because then it's like, but then he was there. Yeah. So... Was like but, technically, uh, it's like he was uh, he was already there before right. he even knew he went back there. Exactly. So it's it's like it kind it's of kinda, falls apart. Yeah. And then it also falls apart with the watch because he right. gives her the pocket watch that she gives it him in the, the future, future. But then that means that that watch exists in this paradoxical loop where I the watch we, was never made. Right. It just exists in this <laughs> loop between them. I think we need to explain that. So. So, yeah, he has – obviously, from the beginning of the movie, she gives him this pocket watch. He, yeah. He has it throughout this whole time. So, throughout the course of the movie, he, you know, he they get to know each other. They spend time together. And she, he's already in love with her. You can already kind of just Yeah, tell. it's kind of like this love at first sight thing. Like, yeah. he sees her picture and he has to go meet her. So, when he sees her in person, he's it's like – It's just like – He's losing it. Yeah. Sealed. He's just like, ugh, please. But Thank she's, you. She's – so pretty yes and he is very handsome. and he's very handsome so of course yeah. you got these two very attractive humans together mm-hmm. why not i i mean this was a lot i believe this love story a lot more than twilight any day so i know <laughs> <laughs> and it might be christopher reeve i might be a sucker for yeah him. but jane seymour is she's great she's a gem she's a gem yeah and so you know throughout the course of the movie they they fall in love and she you know stands up for herself against her manager who's controlling her life yeah and you know <laughs> and just <laughs> what um. <laughs> don't look at me <laughs> <laughs> what you getting at there i'm getting there okay um so so i'm one stop so when for anyone listening, I'm literally just looking at her and smiling. <laughs> like, I'm not looking, doing anything. No, he's looking at me like, yeah, what are you yeah. going to say? Yeah, what are you going to say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, at one point, the 
Christopher Plummer's character, you know, he has him beaten up and yeah that part was a little much like, <laughs> they like tie. beat him up and He's tie like, him up and stick I him in the horse side. stable you cannot trifle with me I yeah like your life a living hell <laughs> yeah i was like all right man calm, calm down, down. Like, dang he's like what i think chris reeve's character was first kind of like geez what's up with this guy and then after he's like man he's really crazy yeah well i think they were trying to hit home with the whole he's like crazy and possessive and all that because apparently they they weren't based off real well they were based off real people they weren't real people these characters but they were based off of like a real actress who had a real manager who had this same like personality and tendency towards her yeah that's what you said which apparently that real manager died on the rss lusitania yeah Uh, that was a a cruise ship that was blown up was it a cruise ship i don't know it was a ship that was blown up in 1915 by a German war- World War One torpedo submarine. I'm like, that's crazy. That is crazy. They wouldn't have cruise ships back then. What am I talking about? Yeah, I mean, they could. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. You just used it to get people back and forth. Yeah, a ship. Ships were used to get immigrants, pile everyone on there, and put them somewhere else. That was it. Or war. <laughs> right. So. So she gets all upset because she she had this amazing performance because she had the last a last day of her play that she's the lead actress in. Yeah. And she had this huge this like she went off and just started monologuing. Yeah, she monologues, and it's kind of geared she ad-libs she ad-libs towards christopher reeve's character yeah like she's talking she's pretty much telling him she loves him through this monologue that she's performing on stage yeah that she just completely makes up and she's like looking at him and he's like smiling and it's it's very sweet so great yeah (laughs) (laughs) this this was so weird about this movie is that like when it starts it's kind of weird yeah it's like uh like this is kind of weird and creepy but then at some point something twists in your head and you're just like oh but this is so nice (laughs) you you just let go and you just you know love them you believe in their love yeah it's it's weird i don't know what this movie does to someone but it it, 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 like hypnotizes you yeah i don't know if it's jane seymour's beauty or christopher reeve's charm or christopher Plummer's amazing acting but it's some point and and the location the location the little boy who is um, cries because he can't play ball in the and hotel that's arthur. and that's arthur so arthur who christopher reeves meets in present time in the in the 80s or 70s or whatever it is mm-hmm. uh who's an old man he meets him when he's a little boy and it's turns out that like when arthur meets christopher reeves like for the first time yeah. he's like oh, i know you from somewhere i know yeah because he says the same thing to him he goes see you around arthur yep see you around arthur and then he's like what i heard that before <laughs> and I, I was actually i was just like picturing like can you imagine that little boy having to act opposite superman i know he's like, maybe <laughs> maybe he looked at him with such awe because maybe he knew him as superman or oh, something most definitely every i mean he was superman because this was after Superman, right? Yeah, this is after Superman. This would have came out the same year as Superman 2. Right. So he, so Christopher Reeves was like, everyone knew him. Yeah. I mean, this was like a big, like, that movie was like one of the biggest movies ever. Right. So yeah, everyone would have known, like, all the little kids. Like, you, well, tell the story that you saw about Christopher Reeves on set of this. Oh, which one? The one of the little kids. 
Oh, um, yeah, these kids n- saw him in a park and yeah. knew, recognized him as Superman. Uh-huh. So they threw their frisbee over a fence and asked him to go fly and g- get it for them. That's just so cute. And he made up this story because he didn't want to hurt their feelings. So he made <laughs> yeah. up this story. So they're like, oh, I can't fly without my cape and yeah. it's in the wash. So he just reached over and got it for them. Right. Which just says so much about the kind of person Chris Yeah, because he wasn't was. like, yeah, that's not real. Yeah. I'm not Like some actors Superman. would be like, I'm not actually uh, Superman, you stupid kids. Yeah. And ruin their lives. I know. <laughs> you were. Yeah. You're mean. He <laughs> don't like you anymore. But I, I like that he just like, no, I can't. My cape's in the wash. I know. That's cute. I, but I can go get it for you if yeah. that's all right. Yeah. I don't know. I know. I like to imagine that story in my head and be like, oh. I know. Because, okay, it's just all disclosure aside. Like, before we started recording this, we were debating whether we could do it or not. Because then we kind of fell into this Christopher Reeves hole of just his life and you know obviously you know everyone should know like what happened to him later he had an accident on his horse and he was completely paralyzed from the waist down and it's just so sad and so it's just like the fact that like he was such a great person and the fact that he played superman and was superman i mind you he was and it I don't know. I just didn't know if we could get through this. Yeah. But we'll see. We still <laughs> We're so, so We're far going so strong. Good. So anyway, anyway, so she monologues. Yeah, she has this moment where she's like, "I love him. I want to be with him. We're gonna run away together. All that stuff." Yeah. And I'll tell them the picture when they take the picture. I'm getting there. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so, okay, technically, that technically that was before the performance, or like right in the middle, like intermission. I think so. Yeah, it was, in it was after the first scene. Which yeah, is it was weird. after the first scene. They had this little intermission, and he goes backstage to see her, and this guy, photographer is like, "Oh, Miss McKenna, if we could just have your photo," mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh, okay, just one or whatever." Yeah, and the photographer is trying to instruct her on how to pose and he's like why don't you why don't you give us a smile and then he walks in and she sees him and smiles and they take the photo and then that's the photo that he saw that he fell in love with she was looking at him and that smile that she gives that's because she was looking at him because she was so happy yes so when he sees that picture in the future she, she was looking at him. him. Oh, my gosh. It just tugs at your heart. It tugs, it tugs so hard. I think also I'll give credit to the score. The because the amazing. score in this movie is incredible. I forget the guy's name who did it, but it is gorgeous. Yes. And it fits so well with just like the time, the setting, and the then story. the music, yeah. the story, the actors. It's just like this perfect mesh of everything. Like there's... There's like sir I wouldn't consider this like my favorite movie ever but there this movie has like a lot of just great moments mm-hmm. and like cinematography and acting that it's just like this works so well. Yeah. In this moment, you know what I mean? Yes. Especially like when he meets her for the first time and he's walking towards her and it's yeah, like by it's the lake big, and it's kind of a build up. It's this big build up. It's like oh my She's like, oh my gosh, she's gonna find. Because for a while, he's like searching for her and trying to ask people, well, do you know where she is? You yeah. know? So, you're like, when they finally meet her, it's like, oh my god. He's gonna meet her. You're gonna talk to her. Yeah. Life. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so then after her performance, she goes to find him, but that's when this, the creepy manager guy, you yeah. know, gets him, you know, jumped. Puts him in a horse stable. Yeah, she ties him up and puts him in a horse stable. Yeah. And he wakes up. And gets out of there, and then 
comes to find that her company left that night. Yes. It's too late. Too late. She's gone. She's gone. Yeah. And so he just goes and he wallows and he sits down. And then what happens, babe? Boy, I just got to say, I can't stand to see Christopher Reeve sad in a movie. <laughs> it, it hurts my soul. It hurts. <laughs> so it hurts. there is a lot of this movie that really destroyed me. For the rest of the night. And I blame you. <laughs> You're welcome. You didn't warn me. <laughs> of course not. You didn't warn me that this would just destroy me. I couldn't. Because then so it sad. would take away so much from the movie. And I may not have watched it. I, I know, don't. you I may can't. not. You'd be like, I can't, I can't watch, watch Chris be sad. <laughs> and then she comes out of the trees. She was walking. Then she sees him. She's yeah, like, it oh seems like God. she came back. Yeah. Like, I, it's, always she, it's, always, it's like she never left. I think... I feel like they left, but then she ran away, and then she came back. Oh, okay. Just because she's coming from the lawn, I'm like, I'm assuming she's walked. This is her walking back. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So. So they reunite. Oh, my God. And then mm, they go back to her room. Oh. Mm, And. Some boom boom happens. (laughs) It's tasteful, though. It's very tasteful. I mean, you don't see anything. You don't see anything. It's It's, just—it's a very short scene. Yeah, it's just like you know, there. It's the—it's the bed with the posts and the and the the drapery. Yeah, yeah. and you know, it's just candlelight. Yeah, and then you just see them and they kiss and whatever. Yeah, and then it cuts and it's like okay, we know what happened. Yeah, and it cuts to the next. It's tasteful. Yeah, then there, then there. I love this scene because they just seem very just. Comfortable, comfortable in themselves. I know, which makes it way much more sad of what happens next. Because they're they're talking, and she's all she's asking him a hundred questions, and she's like, "You're gonna marry me, right?" And he's just like, "What?" And she's like, "What? You don't want to marry me?" And he's just like, "No, it was just funny the way you asked it." Yeah. (laughs) So it's very because they're yeah they're eating Mm -hmm. and obviously they're hungry. Yeah, and obviously, obviously, (laughs) and and, yeah, they They must have did a lot of push ups that night. (laughs) Must have. Yeah. And, you know, she's like, do you have any plates for me? Am I going to be in them? He's asking all these questions. And then she's kind of poking fun at his suit because it's, like, outdated. Which is funny. Which is funny. Because he got a suit that was too... Too old. Yeah, too outdated for 1912. Yeah, she's like, I haven't seen this suit for yeah, 10 years. it's like, it's silly and it's funny. 12 at least or something. Oh, gosh. And, and then what happens? Oh, uh, so back so, when he's, you know, the doctor, the the person that told him about the... Time travel said you can't have anything that would remind you of the present. Right. And they kind of set this up because when he's trying to, like, get in that mode before he time travels, he takes a bunch of, like, coins out of his pocket. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I can't have these in my pocket. Because obviously it's, you know, pennies and nickels and stuff from that time to have the date on it. So he's got to, you know, put it away and not have them there. Mm -hmm. And then what is he doing? He's, like, making a joke about, like, oh, I got all the pockets in this thing. I can, you know, I can fit so much stuff in here. He's like, this is a great suit. It's got so much stuff I could do with it. And then he puts his hand in his pocket and he grabs out a penny from the 19... And it says, yeah, 1979. And he looks at it and she's like... And he remembers... It just triggers triggers everything. Everything that he remembers. And he starts freaking out and he's like, I don't know, it's almost like he's just like, uh, like... Paralyzed or something. Yeah. Where you just kind of like... Yeah, he's being... It's like he's being sucked back. Yeah. yeah. And then you just see her disappearing. She's like, Richard, Richard. I know, she's like right, yelling she's at like She's like, what's scream. wrong? She's like, what's happening? She's like, what's going on? And all of a sudden, he's like physically being sucked back into the yeah. present. Mm-hmm. And, and he wakes... And then he's back in his old room. And he's like all sweaty. And, and he looks disheveled. pale. Yeah, and, dis- and he's like, I have to go back. I have to go back. He keeps trying. He's trying to no avail. I can't talk about I this. I know. 
(laughs) (laughs) It's so sad. Christopher Reeve was so good at being, like, sad in, like, movies. Yeah. And I'm just like, I can't watch this. I know. It's really disheartening. It reminds me of the scene in Superman when, um, spoilers if you haven't seen the original Superman, but when Lois dies and then he, like, gets her body out of the car and he's like, no, no, God, no, no, no. And then he screams and he flies into the sky. She doesn't die, by the way, if anyone has to see. He flies and the time goes backwards in time. He, he flies around the earth and makes it start reversing. Makes time go, yeah. That's cool. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway. But yeah, so he tries to go back. He can't. He's desperately, like, he, trying to eat his candy. It's like his body's, like, too weak now. Yeah. And all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it, he was there for how long? I'm sure it took so much out of him. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's also why he just kind of had, you know, he lost all the will to live. He, yeah, so basically what happens is he's trying to go back. He can't. He's, like, still in the hotel, and he's just, like, a ghost. Yeah, he's like just he, a ghost, a shell of himself. He goes and, like, sees her picture, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, he can't go back. He's too weak, and he's just so heartbroken. Yes. Like, he literally dies of a broken heart. He does. And it's the saddest thing I think I've ever seen in a yeah, movie. Yeah, because he... Arthur tries to go in his room because the maids haven't been able to go in there for days. And yeah. so he... They realize he's just, like, really, really bad shape. It's just, yeah, he must be in bad shape because he hasn't come out of his room in, like, a week. Yeah. And he's just, like, sitting there by the window. He looks so pale. His eyes are, like, so red Man. from, like, just... He lack of sleep or not blinking not or. blinking and there's just tears just running down his face it's so it's so horrible. sad the opening scene of up nothing on this i don't care has nothing on this <laughs> this moment watching chris Reeves cry his eyes out brokenhearted i can't i know so yeah they, they barge into the room um arthur and and like a doctor was it a doc- well it was the hotel manager i think oh and then they was get it a it- doctor Maybe, and then... I thought it was the hotel manager. Oh, uh, maybe the hotel manager. And then yeah. they get a doctor. Yeah, they call... They're calling a doctor. They're trying to get someone. And, you know, they got, they get him away from the window. And they put him in the bed. And the doctor comes by. And he's like, oh, man, this guy isn't eating. He's, like, really sick. I don't know what we can do for him. Yeah. And then it just... He... It, it just kind of fades to white. And it's like he yeah, just... Yeah, he kind of... You kind of see where he kind of just... I think he just gives up. And we... Right, the camera goes above him from the bed and <laughs> and then yeah then it kind of fades to white and then you see her and she's holding out her hand to him and then there he is back in it's his, a very like titanic ending. yeah back in his old suit and, yeah, and he's they're, with her in heaven. they're together again and it's so sad I mean, it's it's happy because they end up being together. It's bittersweet. It's very bittersweet. But it's just so sad that that's just what happens. She, well, he went back to her. <sighs> yeah. And I think, well, I think also, like, the reason that the end of this movie hits really hard in that way is because in real life, Christopher Reeve, he died really young. He died, like, at 52. Yeah, 52. From, from heart failure. And then his wife in real life died only two years later from, from lung, lung cancer, cancer. Which apparently she said, like, she never smoked but early in her like performing career like singing and stuff she performed in a lot of smoky bars and stuff so she think that might have had something to do with it mm-hmm. so just the fact that like that's what happened in real life that like he died and then his wife died not too long after him and then it's kind of the opposite with this but like he dies and he goes and sees her i don't know it's just a lot it's it, a lot. It, it was just a lot for me it was i you know i was really sad and i just couldn't i my night was ruined no i'm just kidding <laughs> 
He's never going to trust me again. Oh, gosh. But it was, um, it, it was, it was a fun movie. It was sad, but it had a lot of heart. Yeah. A lot of charm. Mm-hmm. And I would put that on, like, the performances. Yes. I would say if you had anyone else in these roles, it may not have worked. No. Mm-mm. It was just a, if you haven't seen this movie and you want to just, it's not, I would say it's not as sad as Grave of the Fireflies. Right. Grave of the Fireflies is probably the saddest movie that's ever going to exist. This, but this has a very sad ending. It's, yeah, it's a bittersweet ending. It's bittersweet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like, there's a, it's, it's like a lot of emotion seeing like. Yeah. Well, you know, like actors that just had like that, like it's like whenever you watch The Dark Knight, knowing that like, oh, this was, you know, Heath Ledger's last movie and all that stuff and he died so young you know you get the same thing when you watch anything with christopher reeve yeah and the fact of like how his life turned out but at the same time it was like you know he really made a difference in that way that's why i also say like and everyone will agree with me he really was superman because like even after his accident he like funded this um all a bunch of research towards like you know people with spinal injuries and being able to people to be able to recover someday and walk again because i don't know if anyone but he was paralyzed from the neck down he couldn't move any part of his body and he also had a respirator yeah so he couldn't breathe right he had to use a respirator to breathe we were watching this video where he's on oprah and like this guy's like reads this letter you know, talking about, like, oh, just, like, a month after Christopher Reeves' accident, this guy's, like, reading a letter, like, he got into the same accident. And then you just see Christopher Reeves, he's in his wheelchair, and he just starts tearing up and crying because it just means so much to him. And so it, it was just a lot of, like, he, he helped a lot of people in that way. He was an inspiration for people in that way. As he was an inspiration as Superman and just as, like, a great person, he was also an inspiration even after this terrible accident. And he still had a good, a pretty good career after this. Like, he ended up directing, like, a couple movies, uh, like, TV movies that did pretty well, and he even, like, acted in stuff. I think he was actually, he was featured in an episode of Smallville. That'd be cool. Yeah, I think, I'd, I'd have to look it up, but he actually does. I, I think, I know there were, they dedicated an episode to him. Yeah, and he actually does play uh, a character in it. I can't remember who, though, or what. I think the uh, the Mark, Mark Miller comic superior um mark miller's like he's like a comic book writer if anyone's seen like kick-ass wanted jupiter's legacy on netflix that's mark miller stuff kingsman that's all him that based off of his work uh he wrote this this um creator own comic called superior which is basically this huge dedication to the first superman movie and christopher reeve in general it's like all about that because the main character in the superior comic is this boy who has cerebral palsy so he can't walk right and then he makes this wish and he ends up getting it granted and he ends up becoming his favorite superhero which in this comic book it's superior you know so it's like it's the he becomes a superhero just as like christopher reeve was a superhero and it's like all this other stuff with it but just just the legacy that this guy has and you know he you know it's just so it's it's sad that he's not with us anymore but just how impactful his life was and another interesting fact he was roommates with robin williams he was at juilliard this guy was smart this guy was awesome he was superman 
I don't care what anyone says. He was a Superman. He was. And it's I, I'm pretty sure, like, anyone who plays Superman at this point, like, they always put them in the Christopher Reeves costume. Like, that's how they do, like, the test footage. Like, you can look up test footage for Henry Cavill. He put on the, super, the Christopher Reeves Superman outfit. You have to, like, have that look. So, literally, the character of Superman in live action is based off of Christopher Reeve at this point. You have to embody that. Right. <laughs> Which is a lot to live up to, I would say. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, this was a... That was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why your mom likes it. I, but your mom says she doesn't think Christopher Reeve was a good on-screen kisser. She needs to look again. I thought he looked... I thought, I thought he looked fun. good. <laughs> I thought it looked fine. I yeah. mean, I wasn't. I wasn't fully speculating. People kiss weird in like old movies, though. Sometimes. Sometimes they do. It does look weird. If you want to see a weird kiss, watch uh, the Adam West Batman movie oh. scenes when him and Selena Kyle kiss. It's ugh. Oh no, <laughs> it's thanks. It's like ugh. <laughs> nah, I don't like it. No, I don't like it. That's all right. I don't like it. <laughs> But yeah, that's uh, that's somewhere in time. That is somewhere in time. Do you have anything else you want to say? I feel like I rambled there for a minute. Babe. That's okay. No, I think I'm I'm just glad you watched it with me. I know it was I knew it was gonna be a tough watch for you. How could you do this to me? <laughs> that you love me. It's because it's because I love you. It's to show how strong love is. Yeah. Yeah. But again, with the pocket watch, just like we said earlier. Yeah, I meant to say, so in that scene when they were having their, after their, they had, he, she's like, oh, it's a nice pocket watch. And she had it in her hands. And then, then, he, and then that's when, you know, he found the penny. So she had it when he got sucked back to the present. Right. But then she gives it to him in the future. In the future when but she's then old. Goes back and then he gives it to her. Yeah. So that's like the only weird thing about this movie i would say it's like it's just like this weird this watch is never created it just exists in this loop this weird time loop between them i don't know but oh i looked up apparently like because this was based off a novel and in the novel i guess the character richard has a brain tumor yes and it's like slowly like killing him yeah so i think it was like in the in the book they'd speculate you know was this all in his head yeah did it actually happen right and then when he uh dies it's also like saying like you know he's a come to the brain tumor and and stuff but the movie that's like he dies with a broken heart which i would say is much more sad oh (laughs) yeah it's sad when people get obviously people have cancer and they pass away but it's like yeah the disease like took them away from the world but the fact that like he literally lost the will to live (laughs) That is so sad. I know. He loved her so much he couldn't be without her. Ugh. Mm-mm. Sad. It's sad. Well, babe, do you want to close us out? All right. I can't talk about this anymore. I think I'm going to cry again. Okay. So you guys know the drill. If you would like to listen to more episodes of our podcast, Don't Yuck My Yum, give us a listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, Mm -hmm. as well as give us a shout out on our Instagram page or send us an email, Don't Yuck My Yum Pod. And we will see you guys, who knows, maybe next week, maybe the week after. It will be soon. But we will see you eventually. But you got three new episodes y'all can listen to. So so stop complaining. Stop emailing me. Don't text me. Don't call me. Leave me alone. Okay? We're coming out with new episodes. Y'all need to settle down. None of that has actually happened. (laughs) (laughs)
<laughs> no one's ever bothered us. All the time. I get calls all the time. I just don't tell you because you would just get frustrated. What? Yeah. I just don't tell you. No, that's a lie. Yeah. No, it is. It. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.